Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Come on and fly with me. Let's fly, let's fly away. Hi there, Michael from Let's Travel Radio, and we're back from France. We spent nearly three weeks touring the vineyards of France, among the regions of France, where we found some of the best of the reds and the whites. And yeah, did you know that France produces the largest number of bottled wine in the world? Last year, seven to eight billion bottles. Yeah, worth more than $10 billion in export sales. We visited 10 of the regions, but we liked a handful of them most. And of course, we loved Bordeaux, the country's undisputed leader, where in 2017, over 900 million bottles of wine were produced. Yeah, so if it's a red or a white, if it's a Poulifou, a Saint-Million, if it's a Pinot Blanc or Chenin Blanc or a Chardonnay, it's there, it's in France. And you need to get there. And we chose the month of October, the month of the harvest. And do you know that, well, some of the major vineyards have festivals. Yes, celebrating the harvest. One of the biggest festivals is the Fête de Nationale de la Gastronome. That's in September. And you all visit. And if you're there, well... URL will get you their best. We use their services. Fast, efficient, easy to use. Huh, URL, get yourself a pass. Tell them we said so. Hope you'll listen in. We're about to start our March show, The Wines of France. Michael again on Let's Travel Radio. And this afternoon, we're winding our tour through La Belle France. And of course, Bordeaux, the capital of the wine district for the magnificent wines of Bordeaux, the region. And today, I have the pleasure of meeting Olivier Bernard. He's the director of the Union of Grand Cru Wines of the Bordeaux region. So, without further introduction, I'd like to introduce you to Olivier Bernard. Thank you, Mr. Bernard, for taking the time. Tell us about the magnificent wines of the Bordeaux region. Why are they so significant? Why are they so popular? Hello, I'm Olivier Bernard. Um, I'm the owner of uh, Domaine de Chevalier. It's a family estate. I'm managing this property since 1983, so I've done uh, 35 vintage now. And uh, I'm uh, today the president of the Union des Grands Crus de Bordeaux, and we have the pleasure to present 100 different chateaux today in New York uh, from the same vintage, 2016. And um, Bordeaux is, has a long history of wine, uh, more than 1,000 years of winemaking. And uh, I very often say that um, you have to look on your past to know who you are. And um, your history will tell you, will help you to know where you are, who you are, and perhaps uh, to know a little bit more where you need to go. And the long history behind you is very important to know perhaps a little bit better where you need to go in the next 10, 15, 20 or 30 years. How many uh, uh, producers or, uh, uh, well, let's say, how many labels in the Bordeaux region now? Bordeaux is a big region. Bordeaux is 20% of the French uh, production, and we have 10,000 chateaux. 10,000? And 10,000 chateaux form a pyramid. Ah. And on the top of the basement of the pyramid, you have some chateaux at 3 euros. You can find some Bordeaux at 3 euros in France. But at the top of the pyramid, you have Lafitte, Iquem, Margot, Aubryon, Cheval Blanc, uh, all these uh, wonderful... Uh, first growth of Bordeaux. And so the 300 chateaux on the top of the pyramid are called the Grand Cru. And here we, we have uh, this association called the Union des Grands Crus de Bordeaux, and 130 uh, Grand Cru are members of this association. 
So well, the Bordeaux wines, the leading uh, producers of, of wines in the Bordeaux region, is it the largest uh, yes. segment of yes. wines in France? Yes. At yes. this point, yeah. Yes. Yes. This is uh, is is quite. Uh, is is not so important in terms of volume. Uh, oh. Because uh, 300 chateaux to compare with 10,000 is not so important. But in terms of reputation, the image of Bordeaux is done by these 300 uh, chateaux, these 300 Grand Cru. Uh, we have a brand, uh, you know, like Lange Barge. We have some property here, like Carbonieu, like Pape Clément. Like, uh, we have some very old uh, property with uh, very strong brands and uh, all these chateaux are members of the Union des Concrets. And we show today a vintage 2016, which is a great vintage we have done for white, dry white wine, red wine, but also Sauternes. We have some lovely Sauternes also with us today. And um, 16 is a, is a great vintage because we had the lovely weather in the summer and we have done a, a lovely uh, wine with a strong structure, but in the same time a lovely acidity. We have a freshness who gave this uh, balance between this uh, st- Structure, not heavy, but this freshness coming from the vintage. Wow. Is 2019 going to be a very good year for the wines of the Bordeaux? Which one? Which one? 2019. 2019. Well, 2018. 2018. Ah, sorry, yes. This year, yeah, throughout North America. And do you have an idea of the wine for North America? in 2019 and numbers of cases maybe, uh, it's something difficult to say but uh, what we know is that uh, we have three parts in the world uh-huh. where we drink the best uh, Chateau of Bordeaux we have Europe and I will say France first uh, Europe and then we have uh, America and Canada and US and Canada are very important for, uh, for wine and then we have uh, uh, Asia with uh, China and Japan, which are also very important. But uh, Europe, US, and Asia, that's the three main markets of the Grand Prix uh-huh. Bordeaux. And how extensive is your tour here in, in the US? You're visiting major cities? We have uh, 100 chateaux visiting uh, 10 different cities ah. in nearly 10 days. Mm. So we move every day. Like a circus, you know, it's a big organization. We have, uh, and every day we have a testing in different city. But uh, in the in the evening we have dinner with distributors, with uh, with uh, professional, but also uh, consumers. And uh, this is an incredible uh, tour. Mm. One hundred chateau with one one hundred French people. It's not rep- U.S. representative, you know. Behind the table, this is the winemaker. This is the owner. This is. Uh, this is a people really in charge of the property in France. And this so, is, uh, so the wines of the Bordeaux region represent the largest segment of wine production in France? Yes, 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 so, yes, yes. And how many varietals are involved? So we have uh, white and red. For the white, we have uh, mainly uh, Sauvignon and Sémillon. Ah. And on the red, we have mainly Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Petit Verdot and Cabernet Franc. That's four grapes variety we normally use. Some people use some Carmenère, some people use some Sauvignon Gris, but the main grapes variety is what I say. And who is drinking the wines of the region here in North America? Are the people mostly professional or A wine lover, a wine lover need to have a, a nice cellar with different uh, choice. Uh, in my cellar, there is a lot of different wine because every day is different, every meal is different. Uh, you have wine for the summer, you have wine for the s- s- winter. I very often say there is wine for lunch, there is wine for dinner, and they are quite different. And sometimes I go in the cellar and I go for a Côte du Rhône. Mm. Why that day I go for a Côte du Rhône? Because that day I wanted a Côte du Rhône. Mm. And so uh, a large, a, a nice cellar has a, a lot of different wine. And of course, the best wine of the world are coming from Italy, from US, from Bordeaux, from Burgundy, from uh, some, some from Spain also, from Argentina. So a nice cellar should have 
uh, wine from these different regions of the world. Are the wines more affordable uh, in 2019? Oh, oh, yes, you have vintages as well. Yes. And these we are more vintage. expensive wines. Yes. But the average wine price point is... Um, it depends uh, on this association of the Union des Grands Cru de Bordeaux. We have wine at 200 bucks ah. and we have wine at 20 bucks. Oh, that's not so bad. Lovely, no? <laughs> because every day is different. And sometimes you need an expensive bottle because there is a very special occasion. Special, you, sometimes you just want to share a nice glass of wine with a good friend. Indeed, and so. so you need different... Type of wine in your cellar oh. uh, from the origin, but also in terms of price, because every day is different and the occasion are very different. Okay, are some of the wines being used by some of the top restaurants? I mean, cooking. Of course, for, ah, for, for the purpose of cooking. No, no, no. no you don't need a great you wine. You would drink any. No, <laughs> it's, it's much better to drink it. But ah. if, if at the end of the bottle there is still one glass yeah. uh, the day after, of course, you can use it in the, in, the, in the cuisine. Why not? And the wines are available throughout North America in, uh, yeah. for distribution? Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not always very easy to find this bottle, but, uh, but uh, no, with Internet, you know, you can find everything anywhere. So Would you allow me to... Give our listeners your email if they want to ask a question. Of course, of course. No, no, no problem. This is my private one. email, but this is Olivier Bernard, arrobas, domaine de chevalier, one word dot com. All right, you heard it from Olivier Bernard. Yes. He's the president of uh, the Grand Cruise Association of the Union, the Grand, Grand Cruise Wines of the Bordeaux region, a magnificent uh, locale in France. I've been to it. I've been to the museum, <laughs> and so we encourage you to uh, take a look at some of the wines being offered in your local wine shop yes. this season yes. for a whole number of varietals mm. that the region is offering. Okay, Bernard, with, uh, Mr. Bernard, thank you for your time. Thank you, Michael. This Michael, Michael and Let's Travel Radio. Uh, we're taking our Euro Pass North back to Paris, so we'll speak to you soon. We're waiting for you. Au revoir. <laughs> yes. Hi, Michael again on Let's Travel Radio. And we're touring the French countryside, discovering some of the best wines of France. We're in Bordeaux now, the beautiful city of Bordeaux. And, uh, well, we wanted to uh, discover some of the wines of the region. Um, I have here uh, Sylvain Menard, He's with Lamont Bordeaux, and they do some of the most unique wines of the region. So, Sylvain, tell us about your wines and, uh, well, the market for the wines of the region. Uh, can you give us an idea? Yeah, so we have, uh, I'm, I'm the sales uh, representative, uh, sales director for Lamont Grand Vin Bordeaux. Uh-huh. Lamont Grand, Grand Vin Bordeaux, so we have 24 estates, 24 chateaux Tw- in the Bordeaux region. Can you visit each one of them? Uh, if you ask yeah. to visit uh, in, in advance, uh, with yeah. great and pleasure. Can, yeah, yeah. And, and they are beautiful chateaux, really can, nice estates. Can you stay there overnight sometime? Uh, no, not yet. We not will, yet. We will probably uh, develop another tourism yeah. because we have really nice chateaus 24 yeah most of them are based on the right bank uh-huh. and we have a medoc on the left bank now this is the uh, oh, it's Rhone cool. River no no this is the Garonne Garonne River yeah Garonne yeah, 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 yeah and Dordogne oh, of course of Dordogne course. is uh, the river it's in Saint-Emilion in Saint-Emilion yeah and Garonne is the one you see in, in Bordeaux and that's where in the Bordeaux city center it's the Garonne that's where that magnificent new museum oh, museum of wine yeah. this is La Cité du Vin uh, yes La La Cité Cité du I visited du that Almost two years old now. Yeah. Uh, the figures are impressive in terms of um, uh, frequentation. I don't have the figures in mind, but yeah. uh, the first year was far behind the, 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 the predictions. You're right on the river, guys. Right on the river in, oh. the, in the north of Bordeaux, in the Bordeaux city. And there's so much to see there. Yeah. I mean, five floors of wine, the discovery of wine, how wine is produced. 
how it's uh, made. Uh, if, you really need, if you really want to enjoy the Cité du Vin, you need three hours minimum. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, it's worth vi visiting the, the place. Tell us about your wine. So we have 24 estates. Most of them are in the right bank, as I was saying. And we have one Medoc in the north of the Medoc. It's called Château d'Argan. Okay. We have uh, 20 hectares for the Cru Bourgeois and 14 Alors, for uh, the Medoc AOC, Medoc Generic. So Château d'Argan and Château Haute-Rive. In total, with the 24 estates, uh, we have close to 500 hectares of vineyard. So we have Bordeaux, Bordeaux Supérieur, Sainte-Foy-Côte de Bordeaux. Sainte-Foy-Côte de Bordeaux, it's one of the the Far East appellation of, uh, of Bordeaux. Ah. Yeah, really far from, from us. If you go driving from Bordeaux city center to there, it's one, a bit more than one hour driving. Mm. So and that's close to, to Bergerac. Ah, Bergerac. And so, so uh, the wines from your uh, uh, vineyards, are there varieties of, of Bordeaux you produce? Yes, yes, yes. So in terms of varietals, yeah. you mean, uh, typical Bordeaux blends, uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc, Cabernet uh, Merlot, uh -huh. uh, and uh, Petit Verdot as well, in yeah, Chateau yeah. d'Argan, in the left bank, the oh, Médoc. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, typical Bordeaux blends, uh, the, the chateau that we have are quite representative of the appellation. Ah. If I take, for example, a chateau that is Chateau Grand Jour, yeah. in the Côte de Bourg, Côte okay. de Bourg, AOC, right bank. Of course. Uh, it's it's um, the idea. It's not to be. It's really to be uh, representative of the appellation ah. with our style, of, of course. But we don't want to be uh, 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 too different or in, in terms of styles. Ah. Uh, in the Medoc, we want a really good Medoc, uh, Cru Bourgeois. Uh, but not so different from other Medoc. It's a really good Medoc. Uh, you're, yeah. you're one of the largest producers in the region, no? Uh, and you have some wine merchants that own estates that are big, but in terms of uh, superficie, in terms of vineyard, and we, we are big. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. maybe not the and first. And one but of the oldest, no? Uh, uh, not, not that much. We we are owned, which uh, it could be uh, interesting to, to explain. It's that we are owned by a Chinese investment company. Uh -huh. So yeah, they decided <laughs> to buy estates uh, in 2011. Yeah. Um, and so in within two years, they bought 24 estates. Oh, all, all so the estates. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they wanted uh, nice chateaux. Uh, renowned appellations yeah. uh, like Côte de Bourg, Médoc. Sure. Uh, we have a Saint-Emilion as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, small estates. Yeah. But, and, uh, and they wanted to invest in the, in the Bordeaux area. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they are, it's a group that is, um, that is known for um, uh, sea transportation uh, containers. Uh, and as well, they own um, uh, big parks for um, sea, sea leisure. Export, yeah. import. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is the most popular of the Bordeaux wines in your uh, uh, database, let's say? Which of the ones? Saint-Emilion is very popular here yeah, Saint in the US. But we have a small superficie. It's Millau Montlabert. Uh -huh. uh, so that's uh, sold... Almost only in China, exclusively. Mm -hmm. And then, at secondly, I will think about Chateau d'Argan in the Medoc, okay. 20 hectares. Yeah. Uh, the Bordeaux wines are among the most popular wines here in North America. Really? And yeah, I yeah. think, if I'm not, if I'm not uh, mistaken, that uh, they're the largest uh, uh, suppliers of wine yeah. in North America. The variety is just extraordinary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have generic Bordeaux AOC, up to great growth, yes. really famous. Yes. Uh, but no, you, yeah. very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a whole range of wines in the Bordeaux region. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not so easy to find a, a Bordeaux, a Bordeaux superior of uh, of good quality. But if you are knowledgeable, yeah, yeah. you have really outstanding Bordeaux and Bordeaux superior. Uh, price points are in the middle, maybe, uh, not as expensive as some of the other no. French wines. No. Uh, 
Well, the great growths are expensive. Yeah. Uh, since the, let's say, 2005 vintage, yeah. prices went really up in, yeah. in, in the American market. Yeah. Uh, and you are selling to the American market some, no? Uh, not yet. We're not, no, not yet present. Uh, oh, from, yeah, it's, it's so a, this is an introduction. Then, yeah, yeah, it's, show, a, then yeah it's a, one of our objectives uh -huh. uh, within 2019 uh, year. But in Europe... The wines of Bordeaux are the most popular yeah, of the French wines, yeah, no? Yeah, 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 yeah of course. So but we have competitors. Yeah. yeah. You, we are not alone. <laughs> <laughs> not alone. No, no, no. In New York as well. You know, countries such as, uh, you, we call it New World Wines. Uh -huh. uh, Australia, South America. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, New Zealand, USA mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Napa Valley wines mm -hmm. are becoming really... Strong competitors so are already strong competitors, your wines and in terms of pricing as well. Yeah, and your wines are exported worldwide. Then. Yeah, 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 we are. Yeah, yeah so, we are. So, we are. Uh, <laughs> uh, what are some of the wines uh, popular for, let's say, the winter months? Uh, we are now in the winter. Yeah, here. you're right. Oh, that's uh, that's. Um, that's a tricky question. But it's a, it's I a mean, good the holidays one. are past. So <laughs> yeah, you're right. Spring is uh, away. It's, uh, two, three months. I, w I will go uh, maybe with uh, with the Côte de Bourg. Okay. Yeah, 2016 vintage. It's easy to drink now. Okay. It's really fruity. Uh, the vintage conditions were outstanding. A good hearty wine for a winter meal. Yeah, which, yeah. Which this one, one yes. This one, Co this one. Côte de Bourg, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. More with meat or fish? Yeah, with meat. With meat. With meat. Heavy, Red yeah, wine, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. A wine that you can drink now or, or wait. Uh -huh. not, not for 10 years, but for two, three years, you can wait, of course, yeah. like with 2016 vintage. Yeah. You yeah. also do dessert wines, no? Uh, uh, we do have... Uh, we, don't, we don't have um, here to, to introduce uh, at the tasting. But, but in Europe... Yeah, yeah, we do have a Sauterne as well. Sauterne, yeah. And in the, in the 24 yeah, Chateau, we have a, as well a Sainte-Croix-du-Mont okay. and a Loupiac. Uh -huh. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, sweet, sweet wines, oh. dessert wines. Uh -huh. Two estates we have. This is yeah. from one of the 24 Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, They are quite popular. Uh, not so easy to, because now, you know, you have to drive and drink and drive right. so it's not so easy to have uh, like yeah i know in france as well yeah. so it's not so easy to to drink to consume because uh, at dessert time you don't want to drink uh, more wine but uh, but there are outstanding wine the work behind the, the, those sweet wines uh, it's a lot of work to produce rosé has become so popular yeah 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 and and uh, you produce uh, uh, a rosé uh, Not that much, but on demand, yes. On demand? Yeah, yeah, uh, we do. Now, in, in, in Europe, do some of the chefs or hotels, do they call up for their own specific brand, your brand, for their own customers, or, um, to select their own wines? You have mm, that? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, when when you have like chef interviews, they they always ask for their they they favorite list. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you mean like having their own wines? Yes. Their, yes. Their own, their own yeah. Wine yeah. 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 For yeah. Their own base. Yeah. Yeah. yeah why not? It, some of the chefs are investing in vineyards. Yeah. They mm. own chateaus in yeah. Provence. You oh, know. Yeah. Or, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. some of the wines that you produce. If I can say this, I use for cooking. Yep. You know? yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So become more popular. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to be a good French chef or a good French cook, you might use a good French wine. Yeah. And particularly for desserts, you know, desserts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dessert yeah. wine. You yeah, dessert, dessert wine. Dessert and uh, for making desserts. So, so uh, with all the variety that you have, so this year, 2019, should be a very Positive year? Uh, yeah, it, sh it should be. You know, yeah, then, yeah, we cross our fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which do you think will be your biggest uh, uh, producer? Which is the most popular of the wines you're producing now? Uh, uh, right now, I mean, what do people say? No? Uh, no, I'll go for red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one? Red wine from uh, or Medoc or Saint Foy Cote de Bordeaux. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Or Saint Foy Cote de Bordeaux. In, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so uh, the people who are uh, enjoying your wines are younger, more younger these days? 
Um, we, we don't have figures on, on our well, wine audience, my impression. My impression. Uh, yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're <laughs> yeah. finding that market. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course, in bars, you you have uh, wine by the glass. Uh -huh. You have uh, uh, key kegs that are quite popular. We're well, yeah. not doing that, but you know, um, uh, key kegs. It's quite uh, famous in pubs. Uh -huh. uh, but yeah, but, uh, where in more Europe? Uh, no, that would be more uh, U.S. or uh, oh, we have we have many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we have many of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can pour wine from a uh, spigot, like a yeah, 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 like yeah. beer, yeah. like beer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's not. Uh, well, it's it's uh, it's good to to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in terms of volumes. We were not producing key kegs yet, but uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. it could so, be. So your job, if I can ask this question, uh, is to. Uh, to introduce the wines uh, to not only the shops, stores, but also to the restaurant trade and to the hotels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Restaurants and hotels would be not the... It would be not the first uh, clients, but yeah. like the second. Yeah. First, we are looking for an importer. Yeah. Uh, distributors, and yeah. then we are looking for uh, to be present in restaurants, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, right. hotels. Yeah. Right. So it looks very positive for the new year. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, since you have twenty-four estates, you said, wow, we producing do. how many different types of wine? Five or six different types. Uh, oh, in terms of appellation, I think we have more than ten uh, AOCs. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah well. Yeah. I'm going to have a little sampling of your wine later. Yeah, with, with if I may. My pleasure. Yeah, and yeah, I wanted course. to thank you. You are more than welcome. I <laughs> wanted to thank you, uh, Sylvain Menard, with Lamont Bordeaux. And with your in Bordeaux, visit La Cité du Vin. Yep. Yeah. Don't forget. And it's right <laughs> on the Garonne River. And URL will take you right there. Oh, right into the city. Michael on Let's Travel Radio. We'll be right back. Hi, Michael again on the Let's Travel radio show. And we're working our way around the French uh, countryside and visiting some of the most unique uh, vineyards. And one of the stops we made along the way is at the vineyard of Pinot Francois. Yeah? Yeah, premier. Premier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And here I have Alice Fouguer. She's the Exporter? Um, uh, the assistant. Oh, associate to the... Okay. <laughs> and she's going to tell us about the famous wines from the region and um, some of the things we don't know about the wines, of the Pinot wines. So, if you can, Alice, tell us about the vineyard, the type of wine, and why it's becoming a, uh, a very interesting wine <laughs> for young professionals all over the world, particularly in North America. So... Can we know about the wine? Yes. Yeah, so, in fact, Pinot François Premier is a um, label of uh, Pinot de Charente. So, this is uh, one of aperitif wine we serve uh, before a meal. We can also propose a dessert this. Dessert wine? Yeah, yeah, it's a dessert, dessert wine, wine also. And so, Pinot de Charente is uh, blend with 75% of grape juice. Uh -huh. fresh, and fresh grapes? Fresh. Uh -huh. And uh, after the harvest time. Uh -huh. And we stop the fermentation with pouring some eau de vie of cognac. So, 25%. Ah. And so we have two kinds of uh, Pinot de Chante. We have the white one made with Uni Blanc and Colomba. And we have the red one made with Merlot, Cabernet Franc and Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, so interesting. Yeah, and we are a family who still distilling the cognac. So are you okay? <laughs> so there is some uh, noise. <laughs> so uh, we are family who's still distilling with um, wood and uh, charcoal, uh -huh. and uh, also we we only produce Pinot de Chant. The cognac we make is just for making our Pinot. Is the cognac produced on site at the vineyard? Yeah, of course, because for making Pinot de Chant, you need some cognac, uh -huh. and so the only cognac we produce, we don't sell cognac. Uh -huh. It's for making our Pinot de Chant. Okay. Okay. What type of stills uh, do you use? Uh, copper or uh, the type of uh, fermenting process? Uh, copper still, and uh, we age uh, the Pinot in oak barrel during five, four, uh, as many years as we want. Ah, uh -huh. 
You have an aged Pinot? Uh, we still have a barrel of our first Pinot. Uh-huh. It's uh, 1925. Ooh, is that for sale? Uh, no. Not but you do have aged uh, Yeah, pinot. we still have some uh, different vintage, years. Vintage? Yeah, vintage year, yeah. Uh-huh. So that would be at a very high price, to, uh, yeah. I would think, no? Yes, it is. Um, do you sell the no. upper tier? We can make some tasting with people who came at the domain, but we don't sell bottles. Do restaurants in France, for example, do they... Uh, request special uh, vintages from you? Uh, they always ask for the Cuvée Prestige we have. It's uh, 40 years old. Ah, okay. Mm. And so some of the restaurants, some of the chefs are leading three, four, maybe four. Yeah, stars, we yeah? have um, Trois Gros in Rouen. We have the Jules Verne in Paris. Okay. Uh, le Laurent, Le Doyen, uh-huh. uh, La Grande Épicerie de Paris. Uh, yes, and also the Coutenceau at La Rochelle. Wow, so you're well known in France yeah. as a premier wine producer of the Pinot variety on some of the vineyards. Uh, I mean, there are many vineyards in your region. Mm-hmm. You um, maybe a little higher uh, uh, your quality of product? No? We can say that. We can say that. We should say different. Yeah, but uh, it is a solely on private estate. Uh, it's a family, family. Yeah, yeah it's a family uh, domain who who have uh, who live in the domain uh, de Gatineau since nine generation, mm-hmm. but they start uh, producing Pinot since three generations. So uh-huh. my boss Dominique Rivière, who's uh, here today, uh-huh. is uh, one of the third generation of uh, oh, wine Interesting, interesting. Uh, who drinks your wonderful Pinot wines? Younger people? Or? Everybody. Everybody. There's yeah. no age for drinking you, Pinot. You, me, I, I like yeah. Pinot. I, I Everybody. Like Pinot wine, yeah. So uh, it, it defies age. And so uh, you see more of this market emerging, young, younger people uh, taking to, uh, to your Pinot? Yeah, we have some uh, young uh, people at the domain who came and said, oh, we would like to try our Pinot. And yeah. Now, when some of your uh, clients go into a restaurant in mm-hmm. France, mm-hmm. would they request your label sometimes? Yes, sometimes. Sometimes yeah. they would say... Because uh, uh, the label is very particular. You can see uh, the King François Ier mm. and with uh, his wife, Marguerite de Taillefer. You can okay. see Bakers, uh, Merlin, the distillery, uh, the King François Ier castle. And also there is some note in uh, Patois Charente, so old French words, uh-huh. who means uh, you should drink um, Pinot, because you will uh, still uh, as older as I am ah. and also uh, uh, you can uh, be just uh, trustful with the Pinot uh, uh-huh. not with wife is this your first trip to North America? no no you've been yeah. but your product is being introduced no? You're yeah there is already some Pinot in the market but that's why but you have some distributors here in North America? Uh, yes on the west coast on the west coast usually the west coast comes first for some reason <laughs> not sure maybe it's more of a market for uh, prestige or prestigious wines <laughs> like the Pinot so so uh, you're thinking more of the North American market for future and um, how many in terms of volume how many cases you have an idea not not really my boss no it not me uh-huh. uh, are you considered uh, uh, a select market uh, product meaning uh, it's small quantities or uh, uh, I don't know yeah it's, yeah all right, so that's okay. I mean, uh, you're picking up from where we left off, but that's good. So Pinot uh, is, is a special wine. Is it used more for holidays? No, you but can drink a Pinot uh, all the time of the year. Well, the vintage ones, maybe for the holidays? Oh, maybe for winter for holidays. Christ- yeah, for Christmas. And yeah, year, Christmas maybe. holidays, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, and how old is the vineyard again? Uh, it's uh, since the ninth generation they live there. Uh-huh. So, well, you, you heard it from Elise. I hope I'm saying it right. Fougère? Fougère. Aha. Uh-huh. And uh, she's with Pinot Francois. Now, if they, meaning our audience, our listeners, would like to get in touch with the vineyard, can they email you or contact you? Yeah. All right, so they would contact uh, Pinot, P I N E A U dot Francois, F R A N C O I S, one, 
at wanadu, W-A-N-A-D-O-O dot F-R. Ah, got that? Pinot dot Francois Want at wanadu dot F-R. Elise, thank you so much. You're welcome. We will uh, come over and taste a little bit of your wine after our meeting. <laughs> and maybe uh, you'll tell us more. And maybe we can buy a bottle. Take it home with us. <laughs> Why not? Thank you so much. Hi there. This is Michael on Let's Travel Radio. And we're in France, La Belle France, uh, visiting the regions of France that produce some of the best wines in the world. And thanks to URL, we've arrived in Paris, and now we're working our way around the circuit to visit the wines of the region. And one of the wines of the region are the Champagne Vintages of Sourdet Dior. And here today, I have Emily Sourdot. She is the family of Sourdet Dior. She's an exporter of these wonderful champagnes from the region, from the Champagne region. So, Emily, tell us about your wines and why are your wines so significant? Hello, I'm very happy to be with you today and come from France here to be in New York. So I would like to introduce uh, our Champagne house. Yes, um, we are motivated by love and uh, of the land and a taste for quality and sharing. So we are a family and independent champagne house, which means we have 11 hectares and we, we, we are um, growing grapes and we control all the process from huh. growing grapes to, uh, to champagne production. Uh-huh. So we, do, we put in our champagne passion and uh, as a love of the land. So we are in a champagne area. Uh, mainly, we are producing mainly Pinot Meunier. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, so champagne is quite fruity and floral because of the Pinot Meunier and the soil. Ah. Okay. So it's ideal, the region, for your park. Uh, for North American, it's a very distinct product. Yes. Yeah? And are there a variety of champagnes that you produce? Sorry? Do you produce more than one type of champagne? No, we have only one champagne, uh-huh. but different range. Okay. We have a uh, three or four range. Okay. How old is the uh, vineyard? How many years? Uh... Um, we are approximately, the plant have uh, 30 years old, uh-huh. but my okay. grandfather started to to plant grapes. Uh-huh. So now, okay. my grandfather, my father, and myself and my sister are working on the vineyard. Aha. Uh-huh. And do you have a major market here in North America? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, we are just present in Canada. Uh, ah, so you're relatively new to the North American market. No. Your product is more for a younger audience, uh, um, maybe uh, 18 to... No, I don't think it's for all people. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Not only young. So, and do you have an idea of how many, um, well, the volume of your wines in North America, do you? Uh, I don't have any idea. We are producing uh, 85,000 bottles uh-huh. per year, and uh, we send... Uh, Thirty uh, percent to uh-huh. export area. Oh, interesting. Uh, so, so your wines are uh, your market really is uh, young, middle, and older. Yeah, both three, all three. Ah, uh, I think three. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and is your product so more heavily on the holiday, maybe Christmas, uh, uh, New Year, or year round? No, all year because it's something. Uh, champagne is an exceptional product, ah. but it should not be only drink for exceptional events. <laughs> okay, okay, very good, very good. All right, price points in the middle, high? Uh, I think it's the middle. Yeah, it's yeah. a very good quality for a quite middle price. Now, is there a, what we call a vintage champagne you have? Uh, yes, we have vintage champagne yeah. too. And those are higher priced, no? Yes, of course. So, so... <laughs> Uh, compared to the other champagnes, uh, you're, how will I say, in the middle? Uh, oh, yes, we are in the middle, uh-huh. I think. So, the volume again is how many uh, cases? We are producing uh, 85 
thousand bottle per year. Uh-huh. So is this your first trip to North America? Uh, uh, it's it's my first trip to export, but uh-huh. it's not my first trip. Uh-huh. in North America. Okay, so champagne is such an interesting product um, compared to some of the wonderful wines of France. Uh, is there a major market for champagne here or do you uh, have to compete with all the wonderful wines of France? I mean, there are so many. Huh? Yes, there, is, uh, there are many growers, mm-hmm. but uh, we have all uh, our place here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Very good. Thank you so much. So, uh, I thank you for taking the time. Uh, this is Michael on Let's Travel Radio, and uh, we're in the Champagne region with uh, Emily uh, Sudo, and she's with Sudo and Dio, the Champagne producers. Emily, thank you so much. We're on our way. Thank you very much. Hi, Michael again on Let's Travel Radio, and we're winding up our tour of Bordeaux, and here is Bertrand Cognon, he's the president and CEO of Découvertes, that's a luxury agency in France and with offices in the U.S., Yeah, uh, who can tell us about the wines of the region of Bordeaux and why it is such an inviting area to tour your next trip to Bordeaux and the area in and around Bordeaux. So, Bertrand, tell us about reasons to be back in Bordeaux. What's to see? Some of the historic sites, destinations, what to do, best time to go. So, here you go. So, um, Bordeaux, I think the very first thing to be mentioned is that the Bordeaux one started in the 12th century, early 12th century, with the monks in the south of Bordeaux. So, you still you can visit what used to be a monastery, but now it's a, a vineyard, uh, with a couple of rooms, by the way. Uh, and the, the wine is um, uh, very, very nice. It's a very famous vineyard with white and red wines. Uh, facing another hotel, which is Smith Solafit, which is one, um, one, premier uh, grand cru classé, sorry, as well as the one I was mentioning. Uh, so in Bordeaux, you have uh, four uh, main regions. Uh, you have the Médoc, north of Bordeaux, which is a flat. Uh, land between the river and the ocean. That's the Garonne River? It's, uh, yeah, the Garonne River. And here, um, this is where you have uh, all the many, many big names uh, uh, that immediately the Rothschilds, uh, Chateaus are here and, and, and so on. And you have uh, most of the uh, premier cru classé of Bordeaux are from the Médoc which is a quite expensive region. South of this, you have the grave. Personally, I love the graves. Uh, and uh, I was talking about, for example, uh, Smith Solafitz or this um, uh, winery that uh, used to start the wines in the border region. Uh, and then you have the Saint-Emilion region, which is uh, east of Bordeaux, which is a very hilly region, very nice, very, it's, it's splendid. Also, um, if you want, for example, to, to bike or to uh, have extra uh, exercise or uh, uh, experiences, biking in this region is absolutely marvelous. You can hike and bike. And here you have some uh, small chateaus in which, in which you, can, you can stay. Uh, small chateaus that uh, so you are surrounded by the vineyards and we in these small chateaus they have one, two, three, four rooms it depends and that could be very uh, luxury experiences but the prices are not that outrageous hmm. uh, and then uh, we have the fourth region which is the Sauterne and the Sauterne is a, 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 a region where we produce the white wine Sauterne which is a sweet wine very uh, uh, sugarly sweet wine hmm. okay uh, dessert wine Dessert wine. Well, most of the time, people get that for desserts, but also in France, in different regions, we used to have that wine just before Mm -hmm. lunch Mm -hmm. on Sunday, you know? Yeah, because, well, it's it's more something that we don't do anymore because we go more for a glass of wine Mm -hmm. than a sweet Mm -hmm. wine. Mm -hmm. 
But um, a few years ago, still, that was very vivid, this um, uh, tra and traditional for the women to have a sweet white wine before lunches mm -hmm. or dinner. Mm. You've done wine tours, yeah? Uh, we do a lot of wine tours, by the way. And they're uh, so popular? Eh? They are very popular. Wine tours is something quite, not, not always very easy, depending on uh, the, the tours you want to run. Very often, we run tours for um, uh, associations of amateurs that are quite well-versed into uh, wines. So we have to pay attention to the wineries that we visit and mm -hmm. to the domains that we visit. And so um, to put together a, a good tour, we have to... Um, we, we go to the members of these associations and collect information about what they like, what they don't like, mm -hmm. as far as the wines are concerned, if they drink Bordeaux wines, if they collect Bordeaux wines, what they have in their cellars, do they have big names in, in mind, and so on and so on. Mm -hmm. And based on this information, we start building the itinerary and the experiences, what the experiences should be. And, well, we have many, many group experiences or individual experiences that are absolutely fantastic, huh. well, when's basically the, on this approach. Bertrand, when's the best time in your, your experience to be in Bordeaux? <laughs> uh, is that a, a trick question? No, I didn't mean No, so. this is not a trick question. Well, for, um, uh, I would say, springtime is absolutely fantastic. It's mm -hmm. absolutely gorgeous uh, to go in, in Bordeaux region, whatever the forest region that you want to visit. Most of the time on that uh, line, uh, most of the time when We, you, our visitors, they manage to visit uh, at least two, if not three regions on the force. Mm. If you are lucky, if you stay eight days, we will take you to the four regions and have many tastings. This is quite dangerous, but you know, we survive to such mm. experiences. Some of your tours are one, three, five, seven, four week. Can you do a wine tour for a full week? Uh, uh, if we do, uh, uh, no, we have never done that. I've, I have to admit. But if we, let's imagine that we would do that um, in Bordeaux, we could spend uh, easily one week in this Bordeaux region, and then we can move to other regions which are uh, numerous and fantastic, and you, you don't have to go far. For example, north of Bordeaux, north of Bordeaux, you have the Cognac mm -hmm. region, which is a brandy, and which is absolutely marvelous. East of Bordeaux, you have another brandy, which is the Armagnac. Mm -hmm. And the Armagnac region is absolutely uh, magnificent. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and the, the, the people here are very, very nice, very cool people. And, you know. the and they roll the R's, you know, they speak like that. <laughs> and some of the best restaurants in France, they would find? Uh... Ah, the best restaurants. At the moment, I'm very versed into a, a restaurant which is not at all into a wine region. Oh by the way, you have to admit. If you, um, if you point, uh, put your finger in what you think is a really middle of the center of the map, of uh, France map, you will go to a small village which is called La Guiole, and here is a, a, a guy that is called Sébastien Bras, which is a second generation of being three-star chef. Ah. Um, uh, I think the father gained uh, these three stars uh, 30 years ago, And Sébastien, this year, decided to give back mm. the stars, which is a six-chef uh, uh, worldwide mm -hmm. and in three of Michelin, uh, to give back his three star. Mm. Uh, he, he thought that was easier and less pleasure to go that way. But in this restaurant, um, uh, this, re this region is very well known for the food because they have many um, cows and, and, and the, the, the meat is absolutely mm -hmm. fantastic. Mm -hmm. And they grow a very specific cow uh, known for um, the red color of the uh, of the dress and also the eyes of this cow they are mm. absolutely fantastic how uh, far out of Bordeaux and so this is something like um, let's say two and a half hours from Bordeaux by car but yeah by car but in Bordeaux itself And in, uh, for example, in Saint-Emilion, uh, you have a fantastic two, two Michelin star restaurant. Huh? Yeah, where, uh, and this is, this is a restaurant that, that is excellent. So you have 
12, 12 rooms or so mm -hmm. in this place. Uh, south of Bordeaux, you have uh, also a hotel with a one-star Michelin, uh, with uh, mm. Smith Olafitte. Uh, um, uh, in Bordeaux, you have also uh, several very nice restaurants. Uh, yes, we could mention a couple of uh, Michelin-style restaurants, but you can go to Datupina, for example, mm. which is a very decent Uh, also a very decent restaurant. Uh, I have a story to tell you, if you want, uh, about this restaurant in La Tupina. Ah. Would you like that? Well, so this is, <laughs> this is, uh, uh, I was in, we planned with a good, very good friend of mine. Uh, mm. She's she's French, living in, in Russia, to have a dinner, the two of us. Mm. And uh, at the very last moment, she told me, Bertrand, would you mind that we have a very good friend of mine uh, joining us? So I, I, make, I booked uh, a table at a restaurant called La Tupina. Mm -hmm. And this guy said to the waiter, would you kind, and he's a banker, this guy, you know, very, very, he, he loves people to think that he's so important. So he said, um, would you mind, uh, garçon, to bring me your the best bottle of uh, this place. Huh? And the guy said, uh, yes, sir, with pleasure, but please note that that will cost you 9,500 euros. <laughs> Should we go for it? <laughs> That's a different question. That's a different question, absolutely. Ah. So we went for a 50 euros bottle and we were so happy with that. Oh, so nicely done. <laughs> uh, your tours in the wine district include the food portion. So you are escorting some of your VIP guests to the best restaurants in the adjoining region, yeah? Yeah, 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 absolutely. But if you don't mind, I, I'd like, uh, before addressing this question, I'd like to come back how we put together the tours and what you can expect in mm. this region. In this region, when you go to, uh, you have many different experiences here, such as if you are very versed into wines, mm -hmm. we may organize you, help you to uh, uh, meet with winemakers. Ah, and And you can do that. We can do that. You have also uh, in, in uh, specific wineries, you have uh, something that I, I'd like to talk about is are the vertical testing. Do you know what is a vertical testing? Mm. So vertical testing is you take a premier grand cru or second grand cru of Bordeaux yeah. and you will take the same one, same wine, three years in a row. For example, 210, 211, 212 is ah, the exact same ver wine. Vertical. Yeah. Vertical. And you will take three bottles and try to discover what the differences yeah, are yeah. and this is just amazing and you realize how the wines which are supposed to be the same one after the other years are so different yeah. and how we could get fantastic years and <laughs> less good years and when you do the tours with your VIP guests let's say You are able to uh, point this out to them? You are able to uh, yes, yes. note differences? Oh, you are able to educate them, actually. Yes, yes, exactly. In our company, this is, you know, um, we, in our mission statement, in yeah. my company, sorry to, to talk about our no, mission no. statement, but our mission statement is, one, to provide you with education. So education is, for example, going to an open-air market, doing a cooking class, but going to refined restaurants, or doing a wine testing, meeting with the right person. Mm. And also, this is the second part of our mission statement, mm -hmm. is to make sure that you meet the right persons when you want to travel, because traveling is also getting connections, oh, yeah. having meetings, meeting people, mm. or meeting real people. And that could be as simple as... Meeting a chef in his kitchen and spending a moment uh, doing attending a cooking class and and uh, or things like that. This is quite easy. So depends uh, on you. Yeah. This is Bertrand Collignon, president and CEO of Découverte. This is a French company that specializes in food and wine tours in the region of Bordeaux and adjoining regions. If you would like to get in touch with Bertrand directly. Well, his email is easy, Bertrand, B-E-R-T-R-A-N-D, at Ducouvert. I'll spell it, D-E-C-O-U-V-E-R-T-E-S dot F-R. That's for France. Yeah, so, that's been discovery. When you know what it means, it's easier to remember. Indeed. Well, Bertrand, I want to thank you for taking the time. Michael on Let's Travel Radio, we're on our way to Paris on our... 
fast TGV, the fastest train Ah, this is something to be mentioned, yes. Thank you for our friends at URL. So, if I may, yeah, thank you very much. If I may add that, if you stay in Paris, you want to have a one-day experience in Bordeaux, you can go back and forth with a fast train, three hours one way. We take care of you and make sure that you have the fantastic wine tasting, and we put you back in the TGV train at night, and you spend the evening in Paris. How do you like that? I like that, Bergeron. We thank you so much. Hi, Michael on Let's Travel Radio again. And we're in Provence. Yeah. <laughs> the last of our destinations touring France from the east coast to the west, now to the south. And here today, I have Pascal Gendry. He's the director of sales uh, for Remanilla Wines. And this is from the Provence region. Pascal, tell us about the wines from the region, from the Provence region. And you represent, oh, how many brands? Uh, alors, I represent seven different vineyards yeah. from uh, south of France, from yeah. the Provence. Okay. And uh, the particularity and the speciality of the Provence is the rosé. Okay. Rosé of Provence. Very popular in yeah, the US now. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. And uh, seven different vineyards. Or? Yes, I, I working with seven different ah, vineyards. Okay. And in, in totality, I have thirty-two uh, wines different ah, between 40. rosé, thirty-two, thirty-two between rosé, white, and red. Uh-huh. And mostly it's rosé, of course. Okay. And uh, I working with the Côte de Provence. Okay, Côte de Provence. Appellation and yeah. Côte d'Arvon Provence. Okay. The second appellation right. in Provence. Right. Yeah. We are the two important appellations, Côte de Provence and Côte d'Arvon Provence. Okay. Are you in North America now or are you introducing the wines? I, You're here in the U.S.? No, I, I I never sell again. Not yet. Not yet. But in, you're introducing. In, I would like to. Uh-huh. Do that. It's the second uh, time I'm coming New York. Yes. I was the first time in October uh-huh. to present the wine, and today and uh, the second time in uh, New York City yeah. to present the new vintage. Good and uh, I think uh, today it will be. The good day for a fine distributor uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in... Are all the wines from Provence are more young, young wines? Uh, or yes. Or they're more vintage? Alors, uh, no. The, the rosé is always new vintage. Yeah. Uh, each year is the new vintage. Okay. But uh, I have only two wines. We can keep two, year, two years. Oh, uh, yes? Yes, it's uh, possible. And, uh, and the rosé, the, the particularity of the rosé, you drink on in a year. So year. popular here in the U.S. now. Uh, Everyone likes rosé. And I it's think not so. an expensive wine, no? Not, not yet, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> so, uh, how many appellations uh, in your... Uh, Alors, in my region, in my uh, in province, yeah? we have two uh, mostly important appellations, yes. Côte de Provence and Côte de Right. And uh, I have another appellation, it's uh, wine of Mediterranean, vin de Mediterranean. Ah, ah, okay. It's typical yeah. with the uh, grapes yeah, near yeah. to the sea. Yeah, yeah. And uh, very... Uh, Typical, typical for the seafood uh-huh. and uh, it's uh, Mediterranean. Uh-huh. Uh, in, in the in the uh, in the restaurant trade, the rosé wines are more popular, or they prefer uh, in Europe more rosé than. Um, I think in, in New York City, yeah. more popular is Côte de Provence. Ah, Côte de Provence. Everybody come when they come to taste my wine. Yeah. My wines. Uh, the first question is, uh, do you have a Côte de Provence? Côte de Provence. Yeah, ah. I have. But um, my job is to good learn. Yeah. There is over yeah. appellation. Yeah. There is over rosé. Yeah. And very good. And the flavor is very important. It's very good. And not expensive, no? Not expensive, no. In less than 10 yes. euros, no? Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, uh, I sell 4 euros, the bottle. Oh, yeah? 4 euros. But, uh, <laughs> but some of the wines in the districts are vintage, no? Yes. And these are more, uh, how do you say, expensive wines? Uh, now, yes, Côte de Provence is more expensive. Yeah, yeah. It's expensive, but, but it's very marketing. Marketing, and, yeah. Yes, very marketing. And, uh, no, but the, the rosé, it's uh, typical and it's very specific, difficult to make this wine. Mm-hmm. It's very, very difficult. There is a big job it, and hard job. Is the rosé more in, in the Provence, the south of France? Ah, yes, north? yes, yes. No, no? Now, n- yeah, now, between uh, five years ago, 
the population of the north of France yeah. now drink the rosé, not for the summer. No, the quality is different. No? Yeah, yeah. They, they don't make the rosé in north of France. Yeah? The yeah. rosé is very particularly for the south of France. South of France yeah. The grapes are different. Yeah. The uh, and what the type vines. of grapes for the rosé? Uh, for the rosé, the Syrah, Syrah, Senso. Okay. Mourvèdre. A blend? Blend? Blend, blend, blend. Yeah, blend, okay. blend. Yeah. And uh, I have one rosé, they make 100% senso. Yeah. One, one, one grabs inside. But, yeah, the particularity of the rosé, very four or three grabs different. I see. But uh, with the rosé, with the typical grabs from south of France, like a Mourvèdre mm-hmm. or Tiburen. Mm-hmm. Tiburen is typically from the rosé and from the south of France. Mm-hmm. It needs a lot of sun. And uh, hot weather. Ah, in Europe, uh, rosé more for younger people. Uh, yes, ah. yes, yes, yes. It's a re- yes more for young people. Young people like this uh, because it's uh, refreshing, refreshing, right? and they a party yeah. and they drink ro- rosé. Ah. It's uh, yes. Uh, at the starting, it was only for the summer wine. Oh yeah, the spot. Yeah, yeah, when you have a holiday, yeah, you yeah. have time. You could drink a rosé ah. appetizer, and uh, it's fresh because yeah. you drink the rosé very fresh. Yeah, and it's very nice. Very mm. fruity, fruity. Fruity, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of fruity. Very, yeah, very fruity, fruity yeah. very fruity. And uh, it was a party drink, ah. uh, holidays uh, yeah, yeah. to the sea. Voilà. Now. Uh, it was here when I was young. When I was young, as in south of France, only rosé. Ah, yeah, yeah. You are in the middle of France or the north of France, you don't find rosé. No, 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 only no. for the south. Now, between um, since ten years, now you can find the rosé uh, in all of the France. Yeah, yeah. And now some people drink it even in the winter. The rosé, yeah, well, because rosé is more. In uh, summer, yes, warm, yes, yes, warm yes. But now they are drinking. No, in yeah, yeah. Now, now you can find in the, they drink. A lot of people drink in the, in the winter and in the north of France. Now the rosé, it's very important wine in France. Yeah. And uh, there is a no, no. The people know what is the rosé. Yeah, yeah. And uh, no, no. Um, you can find it, and uh, now the rosé, it's uh, not like the red wine, but. Yeah. It's uh, important, uh-huh. important, more important like one, uh-huh. white. Uh, Pascal, uh, the, the rosé is more uh, for dessert or for are they drinking rosé now for dinner? No, yeah, you can drink every time. No, now you can drink. Yeah. Before, it was only for the appetizer. Yes. Yes, yes. a lot yes. of people drink the rosé for the appetizer and... Uh, and, uh, and dessert, you, dessert, and, yeah. Yeah, sometimes, and when it was a dinner, they changed, they, drink, they was drinking, the people were drinking the red. Uh-huh. Now... Uh, you can uh, drink with the, all the meal of the for the dinner, for the more lunch. Seafood, more seafood, more seafood. No, and uh, some people with the barbecue. Oh, the, the barbecue, barbecue. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. 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 The rosé, it's similar with the appetizer and the barbecue. Mm-hmm. It was uh, mm-hmm. now you can for Christmas. I was drinking rosé. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the lot of people, uh, lot of for the. New New Year's, yes. not a restaurant, yes. like the Mew New. No champagne? For, no champagne, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there, there is a restaurant uh, where they make the Mew New, especially yeah. uh, for the Rosie. Yeah, yeah. And they make the Mew New for the New Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, for, uh, no, no. no, 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 the Rosie now in France is very, very important. And you can get a good bottle of Rosie for under 10 euros? <laughs> no? Uh, Maybe. Well, in restaurant, yeah, the Rosie now is very expensive. You can find it even for 14 euros, the bottles. Yeah, a good rosé. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can find it. But uh, I have uh, expensive rosé too to yeah? present in, uh, in America. Why is that? Is it because it's an aged rosé? No. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. The blend is different. Blend, blend, yeah, yeah, yeah. very different. And you can keep two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, very typical. The bottle is beautiful yeah. and uh, the collectors. The word, collectors and, uh, and the yeah. colors too okay, is yeah. very important. Uh-huh. No, no. The rosé. Uh, in France, it's very important, mm-hmm. and I think in America, it will be important. Uh, oh. Yes, more, yeah, more, right. more. But a lot of go. American people, I'm, I'm happy because a lot of American people know the rosé, yeah, yeah. know the blend of the grapes, yeah, yeah. and uh, no, no, the, I, I'm very happy because a lot of American and what people. What blend of uh, uh, new rosé? What blend of grapes is that? Uh, uh, what different grapes? What uh, different? You're, you're using Syrah, Senso. Uh, it's uh, Mourvèdre. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the principal wa- uh, wraps for the rosé. Okay. Well, Pascal, thank you so much. Now, thank if you. Our, <laughs> our listeners in North America, 
want to contact you directly? Yeah. Can they, um, yeah? Yes, yes. I'll Can do, I sure. uh, give them your email? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, okay. sure. So sure. if you're interested uh, uh, in, in the wines of Remanilia, yeah. and this is uh, <laughs> uh, from the south of France, from Provence, uh, you can contact Pascal. It's Pascal, P S C A L dot Jandre, J E N D R E, at Remanilia. R E M A N I L I A dash wine dot com. Yes. <laughs> All right, so there you have it from Pascal, Jean Ri, and Michael on Let's Travel Radio. And we're back, we're on our way to Paris on the TGV. <laughs> Thank you for your L. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Hey, I'm back, Michael on Let's Travel Radio. Hope you enjoyed our tour of France, a taste of the French countryside, some of the best wines in the world. See a local retailer or tell them we sent you. But if you're there in the months of September and October, URL will get you there faster. Tell them we said so. <laughs> and if you have any more questions, of course, there's the French government tourist office and also PEXA, S-O-P. EXA. They're a promotional arm that produce wines for France and foods of France in a promotional vein. And you might hear more about them, but www.sopexa.com will get you closer. Michael signing off. We'll see you in April. Bonsoir. Au revoir. And that's Let's Travel on www.letstravelradio.com. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away If you can use some exotic booze There's a bar in far Bombay Come on and fly with me Let's fly, let's fly away